episode nine. Welcome back to A Crack of Clarity. If you are new here, my name is Elizabeth. And for today's episode, I just feel like reflecting on my time as a nurse. And um, I know I shared in my last episode kind of a, a recent, oh no, I'm sorry. It was a recent situation that happened um, at my my job. And I just feel like this is a great time for me to kind of share more about that part of my life. And yeah, let's just jump right into this. I don't know exactly what's going to be the the main theme behind all this. I have a somewhat of an idea, but I think this is just one of those where I'm going to sit down right now and I'm going to record this in one take and give it to you guys just like this. So I started as a nurse in January of 2019, and I started at a really big hospital in St. Louis, Missouri on a trauma and surgical floor. Um, The patient population that I worked with was lots of like elderly people who had fallen and had broken bones, Um, dealt with a lot of people with abdominal surgeries, like hernia repairs, um, bowel obstructions. There was that group of people. And then your regular like traumas, uh, gunshot wounds, stab wounds, pedestrian versus car, motor vehicle accidents, motorcycle crashes, Um, just any type of assault that would happen. Because mind you, this hospital was in inner city St. Louis. So um, definitely a big variety of things to be seen on this floor. And in general, like the floor just always had this feeling of like, it's a dumpster fire. Like there's just so much happening, so much hustle and bustle. And um, I was, I remember feeling like when I started in January of 2019, like very excited, obviously I had just graduated nursing school in December of 18. And I'm like, man, I'm, I'm really stepping up here to the big leagues. I'm working at this really big hospital, very prestigious. And I was, I was really excited about it, really excited to have that, this hospital's name on my resume. And I started, and there was an orientation period of about, I want to say like 12 weeks. And part of that time was spent orienting on to day shift. And then the latter portion of it was spent orienting on night shift. And then I, once I graduated from orientation, I would be starting as a night shift nurse. And, you know, throughout the orientation process, like obviously like feelings just absolutely inundated with so much information and trying to make the transition from what I learned in school and and all of that to real world application, along with just learning, you know, time management and and a workflow, like so much to take on. But, uh, you know, eventually the 12 weeks ended and I had to go off on my own. And lucky for me, the floor that I started out on definitely catered to new grad nurses. They Uh, really had a well thought out, well planned orientation. And I definitely felt supported and that I had a lot of resources in order to make that transition to, hey, you're, you can go off on your own now and take care of these other human beings. And I remember feeling just a constant and 
predictable feeling of anxiety every time I would go to work, every time I would go to work. And I, you know, I started to tell myself like, okay, this is just, it's new. This is just a lot going on. Like, um, you know, trying to, trying to find a way to give myself grace, but it got to be about six months into the gig. And I remember vividly like two o'clock in the morning, I'm standing in the medication room with a few of the other nurses and uh, what we called like the new grad resource nurse, which her whole job, her whole position was to go around to all of the different units in the hospital that had new grads and um, just ask if they, they needed help with anything. If there was something that um, was confusing them um, or just anything that was bothering them, like such a, like a guidance counselor in, in the, in the workplace. Absolutely fantastic. And this night, I, I think I was at my wits end with one patient because believe it or not, apparently people are awake at 2am or when I say people like patients, patients are awake at 2am. But anyway, it just felt like one of those nights where I was just struggling. And I remember just having this full on breakdown moment in the medication room. And I told my, my new grad resource person, I said, I feel like I'm just a task monkey. I feel like all I do is just complete tasks. I don't even use my brain. Um, I just feel like I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing nursing. Like this isn't something about this doesn't seem like what I thought it was going to be. And that period of time, like that six month uh, benchmark is something that I still tell to this day, like other new grad nurses that I come into, you know, I, you know, ask them, like, well, how long have you been a nurse? And um, depending on like what they say, like I, I talk about the, the six month schlump. There's just something about that time period where it's like, you've been doing this for a good chunk of time, but yet there's just a feeling of <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, it's like a, a, a swirling feeling of like expectations from school are not matching up with what I thought reality was going to be. And, you know, you compound that with working at night shift and um, completely having to learn a new way of living and disrupting circadian rhythm. And like, it was just a lot. It was just a lot. And I remember feeling like, well, I don't want to work nights forever. I, I definitely want to move to day shift. But that transition felt astronomical to me because I knew that day shift was far busier. You had way more things to manage. Things just moved quicker and you had to know your stuff. It felt like the people on day shift were more of the inherent leaders on the unit just to keep the unit going, even though we're all swarming around in this giant dumpster fire. But nevertheless, I put myself on the list because there was a, a waiting list to get to transition to days based on seniority. And when I finally, you know, I finally put myself on the list, I'm like, oh boy, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I can do this. And then the time came for me to step up to the plate and move to day shift. And the 
the same anxiety started to ramp up again. The the feeling I would have before work of like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like I'm flying by the seat of my pants. I feel so scared that something is going to happen and I'm not going to know what to do. And it got to, it got to a point where I was like, I am actually really tired of feeling like this when I go to work of absolutely dreading work because of the the fear that I just held within me that I was still just not ready to be out on my own. I'm, I'm not a nurse yet. This isn't what a, a real nurse does. And the, and I just, I was like, okay, well, something's got to change. Something has got to change. I want to feel differently. And I remember one of the first like glimmers of like being able to grasp onto that desire of wanting to feel differently about my job and, and how I show up to work was the, one of the other nurses on the unit, her name is Georgie. And, um, I really looked up to her. She's just one of those nurses that really seemed to have it all together, even though like she had the same like dumpster fire patients that we all had. Like she seemed to really be able to navigate the chaos well. And I really looked to her like, man, I want to, I want to have it together. Like Georgie has it together. And so I started paying attention to, you know, how she organized herself, how she ran her shift. And it, it was such a, a great feeling to not feel like I was comparing myself to Georgie, but I used her as like this little glimmer of inspiration. You know, I was like, man, like you, you are showing me right now that it is possible to own the shift and not let the shift own you. It is possible to show up to work and say, man, I, I've got it together. I have a system. I have a process. And like, I got this. And I never went up to her and asked her, you know, what is your system? What is your process? Like, how, how do you have it together? I'm made my own observations about little things that she did. And it was the first time where I was able to assimilate that and apply it to my own self. I created like a a whole new sheet in which I would organize uh, patient information and, you know, how I would create a to-do list for the shift and, um, you know, and how I would be able to seamlessly give report to the next shift. And like, that felt so good to be like, to sit down one day and say, I am, I'm organizing this, this is going to be my system. And it worked and it felt so great. And then I was like, well, what are some, what are some other ways I can start leveling up as a nurse? Because I I wanted to show up as more of a a leader on the unit. I didn't want to feel like I'm just constantly the new grad that's running around and has no idea what's going on. I don't, I'm sick of feeling that way. You know, I didn't put in all of this work, all of this school, all of this time and energy to feel like this in my job. So 
I was like, okay, what, yeah, what, how can I level up other standards for the way that I take care of my people? You know, how can I put my touch on, on caring for people? And it's, it started as little things. It started with um, me being inspired by Georgie, who would like always like first thing in the morning, bathe her patients. Like, and I was like, wow, like, how do you do that? Because usually the first couple hours of a nursing shift are busy. Like you're trying to get meds together. You're trying to assess them. You know, they have questions about um, what are we doing today? It just easily feels chaotic. And then to add on to that, the task of bathing another human being that um, isn't as independent as they may used to be. It just seems like a lot. She would bathe them and um, immediately, if she could, get them into a chair, like out of bed into a chair. And I was like, man, that is a standard that I want to have because like that just, that to me feels like above and beyond. That to me feels like nursing care at its finest. It feels uh, holistic. It just felt I felt like it was in alignment with the type of nurse that I envisioned myself to be. So I was like, I'm going to do that. And I started doing that. And it felt so great to set that standard for myself to completely be inspired, of course, by what Georgie was doing, but be like, man, I'm going to level up to that too. I'm going to do that too. And it wasn't long until I found myself feeling more like a leader on the unit before I found myself seeing how other nurses were coming to me and asking me, well, what do you think I should do coming to me and, um, and, and asking for help or like, let's talk this through. You know, it wasn't long before I was given the more, difficult patients because of the care that I was demonstrating. And it just, it felt so, so good. And I think that the most important thing that I want to drive home about this is the fact that like we, we as humans, we compare ourselves to other people. We compare, we compare, we compare. But that the feeling behind that comparison is like, I am, I am less than because I am not, I am not them. I, I don't have what they have. I don't move the way that they move. I don't speak the way that they speak. And I have this, this feeling within me that, the, that they have it all together, right? That, that comparison to a, a more confident person when what you want is confidence. And one of the shifts that I feel like has helped me so much, um, both in previous times where I have felt, you know, riddled with comparison and feeling small to even recent times when I notice myself comparing is completely reshifting that to, it's not that I'm less than you. It's simply that you are showing me that something is possible that something that I want is possible. And when you let that sink in, it's, it leads to, for me, it leads to a feeling of like, I'm, 
I'm so inspired now. I feel so much more open. I feel like I can take action because you are showing me that something more is possible. So with that, assess where you are right now. Like, what are you feeling right now? What is it that you want and feel like you can't have? Maybe it's something that you can't necessarily put it into words. Maybe it is something that you can. You know, maybe it's, I, I want this job. I want to be with this person. I want my, my body to be like this. And then what comes to mind, like when you, when you think of, you know, who has what you want, who, who out there has what you want in your eyes, who out there has it together and has achieved and is seemingly so happy, fulfilled and aligned because they have what you want. Now, whoever and whatever is coming up in your mind, take that as a sign that it, the thing, whatever it is, or the person, whoever it is, is showing you that it is possible, that it is possible to go after something and get it. It is possible to feel a certain way. It is possible to move within life with confidence and ease and happiness and joy. Because I think for me, I think about so many times where I couldn't articulate this until now, but there was a feeling within me of like, well, life is just supposed to be hard. I'm just supposed to be uncomfortable and I'm supposed to just feel this one way about something because it's the way that I've always felt. I've, I've compounded this feeling within me over the course of my entire life. What do you mean that something else is possible? What do you mean that it's possible to feel differently about an aspect of life that's I've always had so much shame, guilt, and just overall disempowered feeling around? It is possible. It is possible. Look at, look at the world around you. Look at what is happening. There are so many reminders, if you just look for them, for what is possible out there. Let those things inspire you. And like, for me, if you would have told me this some time ago, I would have been looking for like the specifics behind it. What, what specifically is possible? What is it specifically going to look like? And that's even more important for you to just realize, like, it's not, it's not any one thing. It's not any one thing, but you can apply it to every one of your things. It doesn't have to be the way that it's always been. You don't have to feel the same feeling that you've always felt about someone or something. Find a reason to show you and help you believe that something else is possible. Let yourself be inspired. Don't go seeking motivation. It's not motivation. 
It's inspiration. It's aspiration. Someone else and something else is showing you that there is more out there than what you are currently feeling and what you currently know. This wraps up this episode on A Crack of Clarity, a short but brief message. And honestly, I absolutely loved taking this small portion of my day to record this for you guys and get it out there. I sincerely hope that you enjoyed it, that you connected with it. And if so, I'd love to hear about it. I'm going to leave my Instagram handle um, and my email address in the show notes below. Feel free to reach out to me there. And if you're really feeling this episode and really feeling the, the underlying message behind it, if it's pulling you towards something more, drop me a review below. If there's something specific from this episode that you felt like you connected with the most, I'd love to hear about it. Tag me on your Instagram stories, share this episode. I am going to start putting more of an emphasis on getting this show out there more. It's time to step into more for me in this realm. So with that, I hope you feel this energy and I hope you're having a great week so far and I cannot wait to connect with you in next week's episode.